This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Welcome to episode 92 of the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck. Oh, God, I can't even say my own name. I swear to God, I'm not drunk. Jeff is still hungover. over. beer. Uh, joining me, that's the voice of Blake Zumba Class Wrong. Um, <laughs> who's assistant. You probably used that one, but I'm going to let it slide. I've never used that one. Okay. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's a new one. That's assistant not bad. Assistant to the regional curator of the Peterson Museum. That's true. AKA <laughs> Basement Troll. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah that's, there you go. That's my title. It's on my cards. That, of course, is producer Chris, a proud owner of a Fiesta. Uh, <laughs> yes, as of uh, Tuesday, I picked that up. Okay, and uh, uh, let's face it, uh, we have far more important people in the room tonight than you two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some special guests this evening. Uh, these are the men behind some fantastic award-winning automotive creations, builders of very cool cars, RV enthusiasts, and uh, by all accounts, extremely nice guys. Say hello to the Ring Brothers, Mike and Jim Ring. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not rolling on camera, so they can't yeah. see your pretty smiles. Um, well, thanks, thanks for, for joining us. us. Yeah, no, thank you. Coming. And you guys brought beer, so you you are officially top tier guests. That's how it works. Yeah, you've been ingratiated into the uh, Universe Hall of Fame. Right, right. And uh, and we're drinking Sam Adams tonight uh, in honor of the Patriots' uh, Super Bowl victory. <laughs> so that it tastes good going down. Hopefully, Seahawks fans are listening. Yeah, I believe what Ouch. Josh is saying is suck it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so what are you guys up to? What brings you to California? We uh, we actually come out to do a, a one of the shows for uh, Leno's Garage. Okay. And uh, we ah. actually did that today. Pretty incredible place. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys have all been there. I'm like uh, the one automotive journalist who's never been there. I haven't either yet. It's wow. truly, truly amazing. I mean, I was walked in with my jaw just dropped. I couldn't believe yeah. how cool that place is. Yeah, what is it? Three hangers now? It's, it's at least. I mean, it just looks yeah. like it goes on forever. It's the, it's amazing. The, what really stuck with me is it, every car he had in there, he had artwork behind it that was all hand painted, like yeah. the original ad of that car. It's just oh, that's cool. It's you gotta love killer. the old like billboards and stuff he has up behind oh. too, where it's like thirty feet of like a Bugatti ad from yeah. nineteen nineteen. <laughs> yeah, those are all actually hand painted. He has somebody I think at like NBC that paints. He'll come up with the ad out of a magazine and. Even one of them is an old ad, and it's got actually Jay coming out of the car. So <laughs> oh, you gotta, that's awesome. you got to keep like those old scenery artists that like in business because everything's CG now. So you got all these guys that are like seventy five. Like I used to be busy. Yeah, the yeah. guy's hands don't shake at all, and he can still crank it out. But yeah, truly amazing work. guys, an amazing place. Jay was uh, he was really good to us. I'll tell you, you wouldn't know that guy had two nickels drove together if you didn't know who he was. He's just a down to earth, just a great guy. Yeah, I, I, I've. I've been fortunate to meet him a handful of times and uh and uh he's always been very funny and friendly and and just and naturally friendly not like forced comedian friendly yeah it just Uh, works and then the garage is is broken up into uh makes right is it all separated that way or um each like he has a Duesenberg room and an american room and um, the cool part then across another building he has a shop where he, they do a lot of their work. That to me is the and, most impressive thing is the the amount of the amount of work that they actually do over there and the fabrication <laughs> they can get done. Yeah, well, I've, yeah. I've heard a story that uh, they let Jay work on the car, 
he goes to the guys and says, hey, I fixed something. Then they go back and fix it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, well, he, see, if I was rich, I would have that exactly happen. Yeah. yeah. He, he either has been working on the cars or he uh, had them guys put grease on the back of his shirt. Yeah. Because it was dirty. So. <laughs> nice. That, that, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, so I got to assume the weather is a little bit nicer here than back home. You guys are from Wisconsin, right? We are. Excellent. Talked to my wife this morning. She said it was five degrees. So Oof. Balmy five. Yeah. That's... Yeah. One of the guys at the shop said he had 20 below. So. Last night. Yeah, I That's don't. Ridiculous. I don't miss that at all. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. one iota. Yeah, it's three former New England reformed New Englanders. On and I went to school in upstate New York, so yeah, pretty uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you know so all you about know. it. Then. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think my mom uh, has uh, three feet of snow in, at her house in New Hampshire. Uh, so just just wonderful, wonderful stuff. So but we're doing well for you on your trip here. Um, so I, I want to ask you guys right out, out of the block, what? How did you start down this path of of just building these high end? Uh, very custom machines. I I don't know if we've uh, even started. It's <laughs> you know it just started. Uh, I was uh, working construction at the time. Jim came back, started a, a restoration shop with a buddy, and they would lose money about every at the end of the <laughs> month. He'd tell his buddy, "Owe me another four hundred bucks this month, so for, we can pay the for bills." Working. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that is the truth, by the way. <laughs> and Jim called one day. I was working and says, "You want to?" buy into this and there wasn't anything to buy into but i did anyway and came back and started doing collision work and uh restoration work but with restoration there's rules and what's proper and what you know if you've got the yeah. right uh date code on the light bulb in the glove box right, right. you know and and, I, I don't know about you. i mean i could give a shit about yeah. that i mean it's no fun i right. mean if it's something like a 250 gto or something something like that then yes but i mean like your pantera it's a Pantera. Yeah. What's precious about it? Just make it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and as much as, you know, the vintage Ferraris are, are crazy, I think the idea of a potential, I mean, it would, people would go nuts, but like an outlaw 288 GTO or something does sound pretty cool. Um, so you guys have been winning awards and, and, and right out of the gate. Uh, it's got to be pretty exciting. Is there is there any award that you're most proud of to date? You know, I always said if they made them trophies out of chocolate, we'd be big fat guys. But, uh, <laughs> they, you know, I, you know, the Mother Shine Award is was a big honor to win um, at Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a mm-hmm. there's a quite the, a quite a group of cars there that that is that is a big award. Yeah, but and, the Design Awards, both GM and Ford. Yeah, this yeah, year I nice. think was the most special one. GM gave us best to show at uh, GM for best GM car there, and uh, they just had a lot of great and, things. And to which say. car was that specifically? That was the Chevelle, the '66 yeah. Chevelle we did, and uh, that was that was quite the honor. I think that. That was pretty close to us to get that from them guys. Now, on the flip side, it, this isn't an award, but uh, adrenaline just crossed the auction block. It it's did. A very different type of award to win. To it went for three hundred thousand. It's the it, most ever for a Pantera. It did. Um, actually, I, I didn't think it would do half of that. To be honest with you, we, um, you know, I knew the car was a pretty cool car, and there was great people involved with that car. You know, we had Nike uh, Underground in that involved with that with mm-hmm. the interior and. Um, they come out to the shop and they made shoes for everybody at the shop <laughs> that matched the car and um, so it was a really cool experience for us and honestly the greatest part of our business is all the great people we get to meet you know all you guys sitting here and just so everybody for like a little context i i'm not really sure what is like a re- decent pantera go for across the auction block now not three hundred thousand. well i realized they that. actually <laughs> said uh, the highest selling pantera um 
well, at at that auction that they were aware of was a hundred thousand dollars. They said typically eighty to a hundred is what them cars go for. Yeah, and I've I've seen you know I wasn't there when the rest of the smoking tire crew was filming that, but from what I've seen of it, it's worth that three hundred grand. You guys did some exceptional work. The car is a missile. It it got dialed in quite a bit from when Matt drove it too. I mean, yeah, you know uh, the car really wasn't set up at all. You know, unfortunately, we deal with winners and we complete all these cars. <laughs> right before winter and mm-hmm. by the time you get it to SEMA and back there's a foot of snow on the ground you can't drive these cars so yeah. they do take some shaking out and uh, uh, I'll tell you today the Chevelle uh, Jay just pounded that car I mean we just <laughs> yeah. pummeled it for 30 minutes straight we just beat the crap out of it and uh, he said for a maiden boy car he said this thing's awesome you know he said I got one complaint he said this thing is such a rocket it needs more brake Wow. Um, but uh, we can dial that in. We know exactly what it needs. So we're talking about recoil, right? Yeah. Uh, there's so much to talk about on this car. Can you just give us an overview here, uh, starting from, like, what engine and gearbox are in it? It's uh, The actual engine is a Wagner Motorsport. It's a um, 416 cubic inch uh, LS. LS7. Yeah. Um, it made about 997 horse. We cheated the badge a little bit and put 1K on the side. Close enough. Um, it's got a Tremec six-speed in it. Um, the sh- obviously, the big bear brakes on it. I mean, everything works really well in that car, and it, it honestly drives like my Chevy pickup does until you put your foot in it. Yeah. Um, the first time I drove it with that cold weather back home, you know, <laughs> that ambient air temp being 40 degrees outside, it just it scares the death out of you. So, I mean, I gave Mike a ride. He got out and he says, "I'm done. I'll never get in that car." <laughs> at that power level, are, uh, is that supercharger or is that turbocharger? It's a supercharger. Yeah. Would you use an Eaton blower on that? It's or? got a Whipple on it. Oh, it's got the Whipple setup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are you don't see those too often on LS motors. Yeah, they build power. I'll tell you what, it it just lays you back in that seat. Uh, first and second gear in that car are completely useless. Yeah. Um, Third gear is when it actually starts being fun because it really starts biting. So with that in mind, and this is kind of something that I wanted to see for a while, but we're hitting power levels now with with Alice Motors and Coyote Motors that are all built to where rear-wheel drive is becoming a limit. Yep. Have you ever thought about maybe building an all-wheel drive car like it's that? It's funny you say that. We actually met uh, all the right guys from GM with that award this year. Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to uh, shake out a like an all-wheel drive chassis. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, Ken Block kind of threw it down with the Mustang, yeah, with yeah. the Hunicorn. That's that was one of the coolest cars I, of the year. Yeah. Did they yeah. ever say what they put it into that money-wise? Oh no, no, I, I have never heard a number, but I mean, it's got to be if, at least if it's it's a lot. It has, I'm I mean, guessing that's one-off uh, all-wheel drive from Sedev and. Uh, the motor, the gearbox, just ridiculous. They've got yeah. to be at least 350 into that thing. Oh, plus. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure Ford was just like, yep, just do what you right do, Ken. Check. Just do what you do. Uh, so isn't there some uh, unique carbon fiber attributes to recoil as well? You guys did something with the bumpers? or We built the bumpers from scratch, so they're all carbon. Uh, the hood's carbon. The actually headliner in it, the dash, the A pillars, B pillars, Trump deck lid. lid rear spoiler uh have you put it on scales do you know what it weighs yeah the car's actually heavy it's got a lot of dynamat in it so it keeps it tight but it i think it weighed right at four thousand pounds wow yeah wow yeah it wasn't intended to be like a stripped down i mean it's got air conditioning it's got big subs that we tried to hide and all that (laughs) so i mean it wasn't a car like the mustang we're building that's gonna be light so it's almost like if somebody built a hellcat 40 years ago <laughs> exactly that's a really good way to put it and this is a customer car right this is somebody's 
somebody it said, is I it's for a this. guy by the name of chris mcvee out of ohio um and you know he he's been awesome he allows us to to take this car around and everybody's was, been beating the crap out of his car and <laughs> i was gonna say when's uh, the last time he's seen his baby yeah I, he's actually in hawaii he called me today and i said you know jay really enjoyed destroying your tires today so <laughs> he's gotta get a kick out of yeah, that right yeah, yeah. And well i guess cool. he wouldn't be getting much use out of it in ohio right now anyway no no, no. <laughs> actually his wife matter yeah, his wife took it home for Christmas, so it left from SEMA right to his house. So he, I think he did do a couple of beat runs on it, and that's about <laughs> it. No, he owns another one of your cars too, right? He does. Yeah. He owns yeah. a um, – actually, bailout. A bailout. It was a car. It was Actually, we built that in – Oh eight, oh nine. When everybody was getting bailed out, we thought that name was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping to get bailed out with that car. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, tell us about more about that car too. That's a Mustang, right? It was a '66 Mustang. Um, it was a pooch in comparison to the cars lately. Um, that car made 600 horse, 550. Oh, that's it? Um, yeah, it was just a dog. Boring. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fun car. It. We actually did uh, that. Uh, what was it? The Optima SEMA or Optima oh, yeah, Challenge yeah. Right, right at yeah. SEMA with it. Um, and he they, can't drive. So <laughs> I can't drive. I'm just doing it for the fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, now you mentioned you briefly mentioned this other Mustang you're working on. This sounds like a pretty amazing project. So this is for someone in Europe. This is going to. Yeah, Russia. Oh, yeah. oh of course. And it's a fastback. It's, and the whole thing's carbon fiber. Yeah. The only besides the chassis, every part is carbon. We've been building it for. I think we showed some people in SEMA a couple years ago. It was like the tub. Uh, the door's back, and now it's completely – all the carbon work's done. All the molds are done. Um, so even the, the wheel tubs, everything's like, carbon. This is like the Lamborghini Aventador of the classic Mustang world. I mean, that's pretty wild. It's a wide body. You know, we actually – we widened that car four inches, so – and we did it – you know, when people think widening a car, they think cutting it in half and, and putting yeah. some mm – -hmm. but – that car's got such a really cool cockpit area to it that we actually cut the quarters in half, the doors in half, and the fenders, and actually put two inches in each side. So, so it you gives did you this, it the really hard way. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we did it the two hard cuts. way. Yeah. So <laughs> then everything, you know, the bumpers, the front and the back end's got to be built because it's got to be four inches wider. Um, but it left that cockpit of the 65, and it looks really stealthy. It looks like it's on steroids. Yeah, I guess that would kind of throw everything off if you'd split it right down the middle. Yeah, yeah, it, it just wouldn't look right. So yeah, it's like it's like a more it's a more subtle way to do a wide body. You don't just throw flares on. Yeah, it. yeah, you can't really t from a from a side profile. You can't tell. The only way you can really tell in that car is if you see it from the back. The one car that I think of when I hear of work like that is like the the original ZR1, the C4 ZR1 vet, right. to where everything is about three inches wider. But you're like, I don't know how they, they did it. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you guys already? Have you? Do you know what engine and gearbox are going in that yet? Or <laughs> yeah, we sure do. Um, <laughs> Can it's, you uh, say <laughs> the customer actually? He's a big GM guy, and I talked him into doing this Mustang. He said, "I'll let you do this Mustang, but it's getting an LS motor in it because he <laughs> says it's the only thing that my mechanics can work on over there. The I mean, car's going to end up in London." Yeah, and he's like. So after the Pantera, I never really wanted to tell anybody I was putting a, a Chevy and a Ford. Right. But uh, 
it's I can't choose my owners and I can't sure. choose what they want. Sure. So. Well, it's a good thing that he lives in Russia. He might have been strung up here. Yeah. Right. Well, we're hoping to debut it at SEMA. We're going to paint the motor Ford blue just to make it look like it's a <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the one guy I can give leeway to because uh, I mean, our own project car. Uh, we have a wagon that we're not. Everybody's like, oh yeah, just do LS, LS. Like I don't want to do LS. Right. I want to do something different. So we're doing a Hemi. Um, but but the guy in Russia, if he needs parts. Exactly. You can get those anywhere. You can probably buy those on the side of the road in Russia for yeah. GM motors. So, dollar for dollar, that's good good value right yeah. there. So you got to think practical. I mean, that car is going to be – it'll be insane. That that compact LS with that blower on it, I mean, that, that actually made uh, 20 horse more than this Chevelle. So it's truly over 1,000 horse. And that car, we figure, with all the carbon and stuff, will probably end up weighing complete done at maybe 2,800 pounds. So. Jesus Christ, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's unusable. It's going to be a it's... monster. Um, and he's just going to drive that in London? I I don't know. I guess the guy's kind of a somewhat of semi-pro driver. And, and I, I was going to say, hopefully he is. I've never talked to him. I've never had the opportunity. His name is Tim Orr, and I've never had the opportunity to talk to him. I have to talk to his caretaker, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Hibbs, and super nice guy. And Jonathan assures me that this guy can drive. He's six foot six. He's a big guy. Yeah. Um, so he's a Bond dead. villain. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny you say that, but if you look at, uh, there must've been a Bond movie, Quantum of Solstice. Or Sol- something. Quantum of Solstice, yeah. Right? yeah. If you look in that movie, all the private jets in there will say Ocean Group on the side. That's him. He owns yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. So and that's good money. Awesome. Good, there's that. good money in that business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always when you have a very generic name like that, you're like, I'm not sure what they do, but I'm sure all it's of it's shell legal. Yeah. They well. make people disappear into the ocean. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty badass. That's so cool. How many cars have you built since you uh, started Ring Brothers? Quite a few, but you said you know, I don't um, know that we've ever counted. Maybe twelve. Yeah. Fifteen. And you're learning different things with every build you do, right? Oh, there's yeah. no doubt. If you quit learning, you're dead. But um, you, you learn every one of these cars. You you learn. Although you, I'll tell you, it took a long time to really get things that you really felt comfortable and know were going to work. I mean, we know what harnesses we're using, and we know, um, you know, tire and wheel fitment. We know the brake systems. It's just. We uh, it just the more cars you do, the better they get. I think you know you yeah, just learn. Of course. Now, of the of the vehicles you've done, what classics exist that you haven't yet worked on that you want you like? We got to do one of these, one of those. What what's running through your head? I think for me, I mean, we probably have different. I've always wanted to do an early J- AMX or Javelin. That would be Nobody awesome. does those. Something no. crazy. I just growing up, a buddy had a '72. AMX Javelin, and it was just one of those things. You know, I used That'd to wash it on Saturdays, and I don't know. There's something about it. They were kind of goofy, but could be cool. Absolutely. There's yeah. a guy up the street from me who has a Donahue edition. So yeah. I totally That's really that. cool. Yeah, I want somebody really to really like build like a still Donahue yeah. edition. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be fun. And, you know, honestly, we've never done a Mopar, but we've never had a customer come to us with a Mopar. Oh, so it'd be money. kind of fun to do a Mopar. If I had money, I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to hear you say Mopar. Yeah. I mean, they, they exist, but everybody does. The GM and Ford are the easy targets. And it's I love Mopar, Mopar, no Mopar. cars. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now could, <laughs> I, could I plant one little idea in your head? Opal. 
A Opal, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's funny you say that, because we talked about the old BMW 2002, and That'd there's be, a lot yeah. of crazy cars or that, that... Or 510 could, or something. Yeah, or what's the Volvo, after. that 1800? That Volvo 1800. Yeah. That'd be real James Bondish when he... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Peterson has it as a collection, an Opal uh, station wagon from the 50s. That's a drag racer. It's got these huge tires in the back that are this big, and it's tubbed and everything, and driving positions, like, you have your foot at the <laughs> dashboard just like that, and you fire it up, and it's... It's insane. It's one of the most insane cars in a collection. That's awesome. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Now, it's all it's all classics and, and muscle stuff with you guys. Have you ever considered doing anything with a modern car? Do you have any desire, or, or if a customer said, "Hey," to be honest with you, we you know we've done the the dollar cars. We did the Mustang GT for Ford back okay. in 2013. Um, we actually got asked to do a couple cars since with GM and and Chrysler. To be honest with you, and we just. Uh, I don't know about that stuff. You know, it, it takes a lot of time. It's it's uh, it's kind of fun to to get creative with a new car, but they t- just don't honestly give you enough time. And you know, they want to give you six to ten weeks, and yeah. that, it wouldn't uh, for us. It wouldn't do them justice or us justice to try to slam. What can you do in six weeks? Right. But if a customer came to you with a cool idea, you guys would be you guys would entertain it. Yeah. At least. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, we've had there's a handicapped guy that lives uh, by us. Uh, he had gotten a construction accident and is paralyzed, and um, he bought a new Camaro. It's a pretty cool car, and he, he wanted it. He just wanted it tweaked. He wanted it to be his own, and, and we did a bunch of work on that car. And that car's pretty badass for a. Is it hand, all hand controlled? It's all hand controlled. That's awesome. um, so that was a fun project, and and uh, he's just proud as hell of it. So that that that's pretty sweet. Uh, how big how big's your staff? Small. Um, what is there for we've, we? I think we've got ten now, but you got to remember we do full collision yet. Do our parts? Yeah, in, in your in your town, you guys are like people go get their their cars. Oh yeah, yeah. like fender bender stuff. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Actually, we used, we used to have a fast oil change also in the same building. So <laughs> I would love. Yeah, yeah get my oils changed. Yeah. The Ring Brothers. And you know how big's your town, right? Uh, uh, small. Uh, <laughs> I live in a town of I think it's eight hundred now, or almost eight hundred. There are eight hundred people on my street. <laughs> <laughs> the shop awesome. is uh, or the Spring town. Green is like nineteen hundred, I believe. Is it that big? Yeah. Now? Beer's got to be pretty good though, right? Yeah. It's uh, they don't even know who we are. Actually, they did when we grew up because we were always in trouble. But now they don't know who the hell we are. So. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. What uh, kind of cars? What kind of cars did you say define your childhood? What kind of cars do you really remember growing up with? You know, I bought an old '55 Chevy from a farmer. It was just a total rust bucket, and, and I never did finish it because I had were some, only about twelve or fourteen. Yeah, I I uh, I was so proud of getting that thing running. I had just painted it in lacquer. It looked like hell, and uh, it was sky blue. I don't know what I was thinking, but. Uh, I gave a buddy of mine, I wanted to show him how cool my car was, so I backed it out of my mom's garage, which her garage is at literally under her house. You drive into the bottom of the house, and I backed it out, and we were both sitting on five-gallon pails, and there was a three in the tree, and my foot slipped off the clutch, and I went right through my mom's garage um, into the hot water (laughs) heater and totally wrecked my my perfect 55. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But I think growing up, I think our first car was actually a... Torino, 72 Torino, but nice. I think the Cutlass, 72 Cutlass was right there with it. Cause I Cutty in a Torino. You don't get much more, like, yeah. you don't get more much more malaise there than those. Yeah. Because my dad had the 72 Torino, too, and he was just like, 
He's like, it looks cool, but it was the worst car. Oh, oh they were they were horrible. You couldn't see over the seats are so big. No wonder could... Starsky and Hutch wrecked so many of them <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> thing. I almost bought a '74 the other day, and I just I was like, I can't do it. And it was yeah. the sedan, it wasn't even the coupe. And I was oh like, my god! But, I had, but I had a 351 with exhaust, and it was dirt cheap, and I just wanted something to cruise around in that was old. And I and the exhaust note was like making me think yes, but I'm just like. Let's not let's not be an idiot. Let's <laughs> thank you for your time. I'm, I'm but, out but of here. But speaking of old things, you have yeah. But we're not going to get to that yet. We're not okay. going to get to that yet. Um, so what I'm going to do now? I, I I have that written. All right. Um, what I what um, I'm going to do now is pretend that we didn't talk about this earlier before we started recording. So hey, so you guys must have went to Leno today, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're in town with with Recoil, that's the guy you got to go see. I'm assuming. We we actually did, yeah. He uh, great guy. I mean, Jay uh, welcomed us with uh, open arms. He he actually fed us lunch. He uh, beat Breakfast. the shit out of Chris's car for <laughs> a half an hour. Um, looked right in the camera and s- s- said, "Thanks, Chris, for letting me beat the shit out of your car." And, um, that was good. Jay, uh, great guy. Yeah, he has a few cars in he's, the garage. God, he's got a few cars. It's the most amazing place I've ever been in. It's, what's uh, he? What's he up to? Anybody know the count for his cars? I, I asked, no and nobody knew there. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They I bet said, you he's lost track himself. Yeah, I don't believe he would know what's in. I there mean, he, the guy's to. never sold a car that he bought, and there's in. He's got this like GM room in there. Um, you know the Bugatti room and all all the other rooms he's got, but he's got a like a, a actually American Muscle room or whatever. And in the corner is one of them S10 uh, Cyclone Cyclone pickups. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah. And, oh, those things are fun. And I said, I said, well, what's that doing in here? And he says, well, he went to get a Christmas tree one time, and they wouldn't deliver it to his house, so he walked across the street. The Cyclone had to be for sale, <laughs> so he bought it, threw his Christmas tree in it, and took it home. And that's how he's got that site. And he doesn't get rid of it. And he it. doesn't get rid of anything, so it's sitting in there. It's like that's when amazing. we go to Home Depot and pick up an extra $30 of tools. He bought a damn truck. <laughs> yeah. that's that's I like that. That's, that's called getting things done. Yeah, yeah. that is. That, yeah. That's that's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> so that, that's that got to be fun. What's what's in store next for you guys? What's the, the big project coming Besides next? the Mustang, we should say. You know, we're, right. we're actually right now, we're, we're changing the motor in our Winnebago. We've got a 72 Winnebago that's that's... I don't know why we did that, but no, this is great. Uh, no, Winnebagos are cool. I skipped over that bullet point by accident. I'm glad you brought this yeah. up because this we, is my uh, favorite car that you've done personally. Yeah, well, <laughs> that we're we're now changing the taking the the LS3 out of it, which was about 400, <laughs> 450 mm-hmm. horse, and it's getting replaced with almost a 900 horse blown LS. <laughs> so you guys uh, bought this. You basically bought this sight unseen, right, at an auction. Barrett Jackson last Barrett year. Barrett Jackson, I <laughs> a friend of mine, Moose. He works for Troy Rad Rides. He says, hey, he says you guys got that river property he said there's a really kind of cool winnebago going through bear you should buy that and just park it at the river i'm like yo that's not a bad idea well, i didn't know anything about why winnebago. did he say it was cool <laughs> i don't know wait did it it looks like the one from the walking dead right yeah yeah this thing was so, a this thing was a basket case so i called bob johnson <laughs> and i said bob and bob's a guy that uh that buys a lot of car from barrett and so I said, Bob, if that thing goes cheap, I said, buy it. We'll we'll take it when we get out there. Well, we got out there, and he said, twelve grand, you own it. And I'm like, Bob, this thing ain't worth two hundred bucks. Right. <laughs> I mean, it had a three eighteen that was running on one cylinder. There was no brakes in this thing. Why did someone throw throw that across the Barrett stage? I Why can't did believe, they let honestly, do it? the thing is literally worth. 
Nothing. Two, three hundred. I'll tell you why. Because they just got twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that's why it was brilliant. (laughs) It was brilliant. We looked at it and we were so sick to our stomachs. I was. Mike, he almost started crying. I felt bad for him, but he's so. We were going to donate it to the boys' ranch out there. Just take our lumps. And, right. and I said, yeah. Mike, look, we'll, we'll get it home. You know, we'll spend another $2,500 flat, you know, No, I was going to drive thing. it home. Yeah, uh, he originally was going to drive it home. and Then you're not going to get there. He wouldn't have made it across the street. Yeah, weren't the brakes not working, too? Yeah, or something? nothing worked in that thing. <laughs> I so, was crying. I just wanted to cut my loss, and I figured if I could drive it home, I'd save a few more bucks. You'd, <laughs> you'd still be uh, out in the middle of somewhere. With it, but you would have turned to Breaking Bad too. That's yeah, you, that's, that would have mm-hmm. been you. Uh, so now the interior—you ripped all the paneling out. It, it had all pallet boards screwed to the walls. We literally completely gutted it. And, uh, yeah, those things people don't realize—they're really not much. Oh they're kind of shitty. They're tin no and styrofoam. Idea. Yeah, there's nothing that holds. I don't know how they don't fly apart going down the road. Only that Magic. they have a 318 in it and won't do 56. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if they do 60, they would start. Oh, God, no. I think they only did. I mean, if you put your family in there and went up to see the president's heads, if you were doing over 40, you were, you were, you got problems. You had to be hauling ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, have you ever held a. Two pieces of plywood up in the middle of a right. forty mile an hour windstorm. It ain't gonna <laughs> That's happen. That's an RV. Yeah, it sounds um, like a Florida hurricane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, can you just I, for uh, the people listening? Because I've seen pictures of it. You got to describe what the interior looks like now. Well, we call it kind of early bomber aircraft. We don't even know what the hell it is. It's got <laughs> glass floors uh, in, in parts of it, so you can watch the highway go by. If you get sick, it's a glass bottom open, boat. But, yeah. Um, it's got, it's a, got two bars in it. It's got a fireplace in it. It's lights. got uh, a lot of neon. It's got a big flat screen in the front. Um, <laughs> now it's got a almost a thousand horse blowing LS. Uh, um, it's I'm slammed you guys down didn't the ground. The diesel would have been a torque monster. Yeah, um, it's just room. I mean, there's no room. You think there's room in them things? There's no room. Yeah, I, I mean, mean this is the brave. It's really the small one, like twenty footer. Okay. So you know the three eighteen. Just getting that motor out. I mean. Believe it or not, you got to um, disassemble it and take it out the side door. I mean, you, you, yeah. it's... We had to put a big, long boom on the on, a, on our Bobcat just to get the motor in and out of it wow. through the through the side door. So you're getting some enjoyment out of it now? We yeah, are. it's so fun. You go 90 miles an hour down the interstate in a Winnebago that looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. People... Because you didn't touch the outside, too, right? right? You yeah. didn't really we didn't. The outside's all patinaed. We, we kind of looked like... It, Kind of resembles maybe some that drug something to the salt flats at one time because we've got all of the people involved with it at the bottom oh. all patinaed in. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. We were on the power tour last year. We were doing about ninety going down the interstate. Eight people and in uh, eight people in it. Um, seven of them were drinking or drunk. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, sounds like the I best got thing passed ever. by a provost bus, and I changed two lanes and didn't move the steering wheel. <laughs> Um, that thing scared the hell out of me. I, I started singing that song, Jesus Take the Wheel, because yeah. <laughs> I thought I was done. But uh, we ended up surviving that. And uh, So I'm guessing it. that you tightened up the steering when you got back a little well, bit. Well, it wasn't the steering. It was it's the, like It was like somebody arm. putting a parachute yeah. out. It was like yeah. two, you know? two like America's Cup sailboats passing each yeah. other in the wind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like standing next to a train. Yeah. yeah. But semis don't affect semis it. Semis don't affect it, but that bus from... There must have been something just that didn't something, like. Just like, something with the aerodynamics. Yeah. Yeah. One, well, one the, brick passing another. Yeah, exactly. Getting passed by Nickelback's tour bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Now, from what I understand, the bus is, uh, you know, you said it's patina, but it's also slammed to the ground on steelies, right? It's, yeah. It's slammed to the ground. Um, actually, I got a, we, we met a guy actually at uh, um, 
Barrett. At Barrett. That actually, no, it was in down here at the LA Roadster show. Oh, that's that right. uh, I think works for Alcoa, and they want to build a set of wheels for. Oh, that'd be, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so the Winnebago right now is that just your uh, cross cross country tour bus? It's uh, it's been everything. It's been the Wisconsin Badger tailgating bus. It's been the go to <laughs> Costco, game. go to Brewer game. Uh, Mike took it to Costco with his family. It took him an hour and a half to get out of there because he peep fighting people off to to get into it. It's you know, the biggest. It's yeah. the craziest thing you've ever seen. People just can't get enough of it. That's awesome. No, this is mundane. But do you guys put a decent sized hitch on it so you can actually tow some shit behind actually, it? Actually, it does. And we just bought a canned ham to pull behind a it. Sixty-two so. canned ham. Do you know what that? It's going to be like sausage links going down <laughs> yeah. the highway. <laughs> it's going to be scary. Actually, the canned ham, you know, the the uh, the Winnebago actually has that classic W with the Winnebago stripe, yeah. and in that stripe it says Brave. So we're actually going to patina the canned ham so it looks just like it fits with the Winnebago with the stripe coming into it. And on that, it's going to say scared because anybody, <laughs> anybody that's in the in the canned ham <laughs> behind the Winnebago, he better be scared. That's awesome. So, Damn. That is that's fantastic. That's just going to be the poker spot. We're going to have one table in there, and that's it, and that's mm-hmm. the poker room. So, oh, that's cool. Now you got you guys sell parts through your website too, right? We do. You know, the parts thing came along. Mike and I over the years of obviously building these cars and never really finding the the right part or or what what we wanted to use. So we ended up started building these parts, and. Uh, over the years, you know, basically every one of these cars that we built, we've developed parts for, and you can actually buy all that stuff from us. Like the Chevelle we built, you can buy pretty much all of them parts that we created for that car for your 66 Chevelle. Uh, when are you going to start making truck parts? Because I just bought an old truck. <laughs> what kind? Uh, 65 F100. We just we just building. started a '58 F100. That's nice, our nice. Own truck. That's yeah. a good looking body style. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that's what Chris was talking about earlier. Because the for the last few episodes at least actually since before christmas i've been on the hunt for an old truck yeah and i finally i had a civic project car and a and i have a mercedes-benz wagon project car and the mercedes is taking a long time and i was bored with the civic because it's a civic even though it was a good civic um it's, an so SI, one, so it's a good one yeah it was a good one right. it's a 2000 si fun little car i was like for some reason i got it in my head i need a truck and you know honestly you know why i think i wanted a truck and i told chris this mm-hmm. the last time we talked about this that show uh friday night lights one of the oh, characters yeah. drives a pickup yeah. truck. Because so, Texas. And it yeah. made me think of, like, yeah, I want a truck. And, but I didn't want, uh, you know, 70C10 that everybody has. Even though those are cool, too. And those are expensive yeah. these days because yeah. everyone well, in Texas has one. Not also, in California, though. Uh, We're lucky that that universe commenter, uh, Philip Thomas, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a 70C10. Yep, yep. Good, I mean, cool. good cool. trucks. Um, and I wanted an F100. And I was actually this close to getting a uh, 61 Apache, though, instead. Oh, wow. It was um, primered. So ready for paint, decent shape. Uh, looked like it had a, like a fairly fresh 350 under the hood. Um, the interior was disgusting, uh, like just really bad. Uh, but I was so I'd been waiting so long. I was like, and the guy was gonna get let it go for cheap because Apaches seem to fetch a good amount. Uh, and the day I was gonna have someone who's kind of an expert in Apaches, he autocrosses a 59 Apache. That's just so he does Optima and all that with it. Um, he, they were going to go look at it, and the guy sold it that day. Oh, so I was really? all bummed. Oh, but that man. same day, I found the Ford on Craigslist, and my other friend went and saw that one. And I, I said, dude, if it's if it's good, just get it because I'm not waiting. And he went. He's like, it's way better than the Apache. Uh, so we got a, a, And it's a driver, right? Yeah, totally a driver. Yep. Um, and, and that particular year, um, <clears throat> the largest engine was a 352, 
and somebody swapped in a 390. So nice. it's got a 390 and a four-speed. Uh, it's also a spy truck because it blows smoke out the left exhaust. <laughs> uh, so I have, to re- I have to do the valve seals, I think. Uh, and then oddly, once you hit 30, it start, the drive shaft starts vibrating. And then at 40, it goes away, like instantly. That's harmonic balance. Yeah, here. so I'm just going to get the drive shaft balanced and then see U-joints and, yeah, and probably the need split yoke. And, yeah, um, but it's awesome. I love it. I'm so happy to have the old truck there. Yeah. That's, I can't wait to see that thing. That's, I, I've always liked those. But maybe these guys might have some insight into the problem that you've been having with the Wombat. The, uh, the steering. steering? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll run it by you and see what you think. Um, <laughs> What's so, a Wombat? So that's the nickname for – I have a 1984 Mercedes-Benz wagon. Um, it's, uh, it's the old inline-five turbo diesels. Um, a lot of people in San Francisco convert them to veggies because they like to ruin the car. Um so I bought one, found a good deal on it, ripped the diesel out, and we're putting in a 5.7-liter Hemi V8. Uh, the steering box doesn't fit because that Hemi's a pretty wide motor. So we sent in the measurements that Unisteer wanted to try to put together a kit for us, and they said it would have taken 47 feet to get to 90. We're like, well, that's that's like your Winnebago. Yeah. Um, that Winnebago is probably tighter. It was just brutal and this isn't a straight line car otherwise i'd be like ah fuck it let's go to bond yeah. we'll be good um so we're just figuring out what we can do down there uh, i actually i'm gonna we might is, be having a pro drifter come in to have him assess it because his mind will probably be like oh yeah just do this 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 you got too much angle now so we i don't know i have no idea what we're gonna do yeah i don't without looking at it I of would course not have a clue of course, but yeah it's kind of like calling your dentist and asking him how much it costs to fix your teeth yeah. over yep. the phone yep absolutely. Well, i imagine you guys probably run into weird stuff like that Fairly frequently with the build you yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That Winnebago, a, it's a bear. <laughs> We're trying to still figure out how to get suspension under that thing. That Yeah, that was, I was like, what better. the hell did you do that's with the better. chassis on that thing? Because um, It actually it works pretty good. We put a put a lot of uh, caster in it, and uh, the old guy at toe. the, the, old guy guy at the, the beach, the beach told us to put a quarter-inch toe in it, and that helped tremendously. Really? So, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That's That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we we are we do have more plans for the Ford. Uh, there's a bunch of things I'm gonna start with, and it's funny because the guy I co-own Universe with, he's a he's a biomedical engineer, but he's also a really good wrench. So he's very smart and he's good with old cars. He daily drives a '64 Falcon. He has a '69 Jeep Wagoneer, um, and so I'm asking, and I'm a horrible wrench. I, I just I drive them, and uh, <laughs> so I'm asking him questions about the truck all the time. Like he's having. The first night I drove it home, it just I couldn't get it to start, and it was running like shit. And he's like, "See, it's like go look at the car. Those two screws on the front do this. Air fuel. The one on the side does the idle. Do this. Just start here, back them here, and when it all smooths out, you'll be good to go." And I was like, oh, "I I adjusted a carburetor. It was like victory." <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, carburetors are black magic. It's right. like gas goes yeah. in and voodoo happens, <laughs> yeah. and your car goes forward. Right. I had an old Honda motorcycle with four of them in a row, and I was like, "Okay, it does something." <laughs> Four in a row. That's yeah. I just have one four barrel, and I'm very happy. Nice. Yeah, the, the guy already put a four barrel on it too. Um, but I'll, I'll, I was sitting in traffic, and I and when you come to a stop, the temp goes up, and I'm way up. And then as soon as you start driving, it comes way back down because it doesn't have an electric fan. And, I'm, and so I'm asking Tim about it, and he's laughing. He's like, he said, this is a, like a baby discovering their hands. <laughs> and he's loving it on his end. Um, and, and meanwhile, I'm up at his place. We're shooting a new series for Hooniverse, and he's on camera for this. And it's him, like, showing how to work on a car. And I'm just behind the camera. You know, All right, do that again with the wrenches. All right, now explain it. <laughs> like, as if you were telling me about it. Uh, so that's why when I, you know, 
do something with my truck or then see something to a greater degree when you see something like what you guys do. It's, it's mind-blowing uh, to someone who loves cars and is not good at wrenching on them. Um, so, I mean, that's exciting stuff. Now, you guys love the old stuff. What do you guys drive in your daily life? Um, I've got a Golf R. <laughs> that's a great car. Yeah, actually, that is I really an awesome like car. It. Right, that, that's actually an odd segue because my <laughs> bullet point right here is I drove the new Golf R last week. Did you really? Yeah. Um, which year do you have? Uh, Thirteen. Nice. All right. Yeah, I drove the I drove the new one down in San Diego, and then took it home for a week, and uh, it's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, mine's jacked a little bit, you know. I yeah. Got some HREs with some Ring Brothers and tuned and. Mm-hmm slammed and it runs pretty good it's a fun car yeah and then outside i've got that uh the new audi s3 which is basically the a, a luxury golf r uh same engine as the new one same six-speed dsg as the new one though you can get thankfully volkswagen wised up and you can do uh they're gonna offer both gearboxes with the new one which is smart of them oh so they are bringing the manual s3 here yeah but it's coming later in the year oh that's mm-hmm. not bad mm-hmm how about yourself? What do you what do you run? I I drive my wife crazy most of the time, but I just drive a Chevy pickup. I yeah, mean, I I don't don't really. I'm always out. He's in, in the, the woods. You yeah. think he's in good with cars? You ought to see him on land. He's <laughs> he's got quite the green thumb. He nice. wears a skirt a lot when he gets home. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, are there any are there any new cars you guys find appealing? I mean, I know it's always old stuff, but I mean for you, it's not. Just give me a truck. I'm good. Yeah. No, it's. Um, I I like the excavators, the new CAD excavators. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to drive something like that. Seriously, my wife said, you know, cross shopping one. You know, you turn in fifty. What what would you want? You know, all your all your <laughs> friends go out and buy you know a new Porsche. Right. I said I want a new excavator, honey. That's all I want. <laughs> you just want to awesome. go play in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, I just I like to dig holes and. He always said if he won the lottery, he'd go to CAT. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> so, th- so then at SEMA someday we can expect to see something. We've actually restored a few excavators in the shop. Believe it or not, that's the truth. That's um, awesome. Not yeah. cranking a thousand horse though. No, just hoping that we could get him to dig a hole. Yeah, I was going to say maybe a thousand torque though. Yeah, some of those things. That's fantastic. Uh, so, so what's next for Recoil? Where do you guys go from here with that? Actually, Hopefully it's going to go to Detroit. Uh, we're going to do Autorama in Detroit, and then. Uh, uh, probably Chris, Chris see it at time Columbus, it. at uh, the good guys, the big one in Columbus. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, Blake, how about yourself? You Any news from the Peterson these days? Uh, you know, the Peterson, the, the Peterson recently uh, was donated an MGA, a 1952 MGA. A really pretty little car. But uh, we're planning to start a new video series, and we're going to tear down that car and completely restore it. It's going to get a frame-off restoration. We're going to paint it black with wire wheels, uh, and we're going to... We've been uh, fortunate to work with a company out of Kansas that is an MG specialist, so they've helped us out a lot with it, and we're going to turn it into like a little club racer. So um, I'm going to be helping out with that, so I'm going to get some wrenching hours under my under my skin, which would be great, because I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. I don't know anything. I want to know more. It's funny. That's you sh- he part. should know more, because he owns an Italian motorcycle. So, Which <laughs> has been the most reliable thing I've ever owned. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which engine? My, did you guys... I missed the episode. You've you missed a lot. Yeah, we, we, went out to, we went out to Corona to pick out, a, uh, pick out the third engine that's going in my Miata, <laughs> because the first two went. Oh, my so, God. It's in the shop. It's probably going to be done by the time I'm 47. So uh, <laughs> by then, hopefully, Miata's will be worth some money. So that'd be nice. <laughs> probably not. No, um, probably not. So I really am thinking about buying another car because I'm really bored like you. So I'm really getting an itch. I'm not I'm bored like, anymore. No, you're not bored anymore. You were for truck. a while. I have a spy truck. 
You have a spy truck. I love I, seeing. I, I, I just want to see the express. I love looking at the expression of the people behind me, especially when I go off throttle coming to a light, because that's when all the smoke comes out. <laughs> and it's just and it's big, beautiful blue smoke out the left side. God, if, you, if a truck leaked oil too, it'd be like an oil slick. It'd be great. It, it actually, when I when it's parked, there's not that much on the ground. It's pretty much all just going out the back. Oh, that's but okay. uh, uh, people tell me that to do valve seals on a on a mm-hmm. truck, it's not that hard of a job. It's just you got to pay attention, take your time, but it's not difficult. So. This could be interesting. Hopefully, I don't ruin the truck, but my goal is for me to do it. Even if you ruin those cylinder heads yeah. and those valves, you're out, what, 400 bucks? I, yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. You know, it's a worthwhile experiment to learn how to do it. Right, right. I mean, at 34, I've, I've got to become a man at some point in my life <laughs> and work on a truck and See, get dirty. you're doing that where I spent the last week wrenching on my freaking Honda Element where it's just like, I don't ever want and to then see you, this goddamn thing again. And then you bought a jelly bean, a Ford jelly bean. Yes, I did. I a bought fun the, jelly bean. Uh, a Ford party. I bought a Mexican party. <laughs> That's actually cool. Yeah, those things. Have you driven them yet? No, it looks they're, cool. They are very tossable. They're fun. That's yeah. That's pretty sweet. Uh, and then speaking of of just basic transportation, tomorrow I pick up the McLaren 650s Spider. So yeah, it's very. That's basic. a nice daily driver. You know, just oh a simple God. runabout town car. Yeah. Uh, they're being very tight with this car, as you can imagine. Uh, I pick it up. I have to go to Santa Monica to pick it up, which sucks because I live in Orange County. Um, and then they want me to return it. Usually when you get a high-end loan like this, you might do like a Friday to a Monday, sometimes Thursday to a Monday, so, you know, and they bring it to your house, which is very nice. And, and I'm, not com- I'm not complaining about getting a McLaren. Let He's me just clarify that. But I am complaining because I have to go there to get it, and then they want to come pick it up Sunday at 9 in the morning. They're like, you just, just enjoy it for a little bit, and then wow. we're coming to get that shit from you. <laughs> um, but yeah, What's your mileage again, limit? Uh, 250. Okay. Which – on a Friday and Saturday, I mean, that that's like what you do. It in doesn't a sound day. like much, yeah. um, but you, it can go a long way. In LA, you can do that in a day. Yeah, Doing I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stay out of LA though. I'm gonna go yeah. down to Ortega. Uh, well, but either way, it's your, it's your jam. It'll be exciting. Uh, I'm very it's much also like 70 miles from Santa Monica to Huntington or something. That's absurd. the part that's fucked up. So, like, <laughs> it's not 70 miles, but it's like probably 40. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that. tell, uh, I, I'm gonna say, hey, give me a break on that initial part you're making me come all the way up here yeah that's true yeah. and then well, what are they going to do if you bring it back with 400 miles take your birthday well, away or the what? thing i was going to say like i'll never get another mclaren all yeah. right fuck it yeah, <laughs> yeah you never get it. one of the 28 other mclarens right, they're making right well, now right you know the point i was making earlier is you're going to do video content with this you're not just going to you're not just going to write one article that's going to go you're going to have something that's going to live a little longer so i think they should allot a little more mileage to it well i'll see what i can do i i got I, i'm sure they're they'll be very kind about it and again i'm yeah. very thankful that they're letting me borrow the car and it's very nice of them and it's lovely to see it parked in my condo complex and all my neighbors know what i do so they don't think it's a drug dealer's car see my neighbors all think i'm a drug dealer you got to yeah. pull up with a winnebago sometime oh oh yeah i'll just seal the deal yeah, yeah. i'll do that and i'll just official. i'll do some green smoke yeah. just coming then they'll the think you got evicted yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you're not leaving uh that's fantastic uh so do you guys know when the uh, the leno's garage episode comes out I don't know what their production turn time is. I think they said about three weeks. That's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. That'll be a fun one. Um, that's awesome. So uh, are you guys going to be back at SEMA next year with something? Well, You're working on it? We're working on a wide-body Mustang convertible along with the Fastback and mm-hmm. um, just some other Fastbacks that aren't too 
off the hook or anything. So you're just trying to do a bunch of them at once just to kind of get in the, the well, groove of doing those cars? You know, or? It's funny being a car builder, and you know I've said this a million times, but yeah, every year you got a different budget and a different owner, and uh, it seems that everybody's like, are you going to one-up yourself from last year? Well, it's it, you could do that if you had the same budget every year, and it just yeah. changes from year to year. So it it's... Uh, you know, you pull in your horns every now and then, and you do what you do. And um, but it'll be good. We'll have. I, I really hope people get the opportunity to see the the full carbon car. But yeah, that's I have a amazing. feeling that car is going to get. He wants it shipped to London, and uh, oh, when that's done, it's hopefully yeah, it doesn't I, uh, hopefully it doesn't disappear. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I'm guessing we're going to see that on one of those mile long drag race videos yeah. that we see. The Russian Russia. quarter mile drag, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, just destroying some Veyron or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, that's fantastic. And then, um, so it, if someone wants to buy some parts for their classic, they can go to your website. Uh, are, are you guys online in the social media space at all? Is there anywhere people should yep. follow well, you we've on We've got to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, uh, Facebook page is growing. We've, we've, uh, we try to keep up with it, and we do a great job with that. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And what's the Twitter account? <laughs> we're looking to PR right now. We have flip phones, so we're not <laughs> but so does Jay Leno. So I don't so it all so balances bad. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he does, then he's he did something right in yeah, life. I'll right? put yeah. it in the show notes. So yeah, uh, it's uh, Instagram too, whatever that is. <laughs> if you look at if you search Ring Brothers on Instagram, I'm sure they'll find you. Uh, so we'll. F- I think we'll that's it. Actually, I think it is actually just Ring Brothers because I think I, I do follow you on Instagram. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can follow work. me on Instagram. Honestly, we're usually working. We did we uh, have people that do that because we're clueless. Sure, sure. So. No, no, no. If you have the just right send us pictures, it. we'll put them up for you. Right, right, right sounds right. good. Exactly. Right. Awesome, uh, Blake. Where can everybody find you on the internet these days? Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Bz Ron. Bz Awesome. And Mr. Hayes, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me at Hayes Data on Twitter. Okay. And then why don't you do your little shout engine? My podcast? little shout engine spiel. Yeah. If you guys want to do a podcast, go over to Shout Engine. We'll set you up. Uh, basic plans are free. Uh, so if you get something to say, or even if you don't really have anything to say, come publish some content. <laughs> And uh, here's a little heads up. We have one guy that's trying to sue me because somebody else named their show after his shop. I want everybody to go name their shows after his shop because I bear no legal responsibility for it. <laughs> wow. Yes. What's his shop? Ham-fisted racing. That's a terrible name for a shop. <laughs> that's funny. Nobody do that. I, I'm, I'm and kidding. is it like a real shop or is it yeah, some guy yeah, with like a guy, modded integrity? What, what, what it was is a couple of guys. Uh, they were, were just, up to no good, started yeah. making trouble in your neighborhood? Yes. Uh <laughs> They were they were just a couple of friends that were uh, just going out racing and they called their podcast Ham Fisted Racing. Sounds like a lemons team. Yes, exactly. That's a great there name just for so happens team. to be a shop in New Jersey that they got very touchy about it and I tried to explain them like Did you tell them forget about it? And then he didn't take that. I can do. <laughs> They're suing you across state lines. They're, they're attempting to. Uh, we're incorporated in Delaware. No. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Can and I uh, just wanted to send a quick note too to everybody. Uh, thank you for the responses about the Patreon question. Um, yeah. I'm going to do it. I just haven't done it yet, so there is no page yet. But we are we are going to do it. I'll talk about it on Twitter and probably by the time I do the next podcast episode. I just haven't done it because I have to make a video for it, and I just and haven't had time. We're to very busy. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have many videos to edit. Um, and then uh, most importantly, I wanted to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, it was awesome talking with you. Um, and I have to find out the next place you're parking that Winnebago because – You'll I need have to, to have come to the uh, to the hot ride power doer. Are you going? You ever done that? Have you ever... I have never done that. I want to. I got to talk to uh, Elena and see if I can get on that. <laughs> um, you should finish your wombat and enter it. 
I would bring that car. Right, actually. That would be cool. great. Yeah. The original great, Dodge yeah. Magnum. That's what yeah. that car is going to be. Um, yeah. Well, thank but, you uh, for having us. It's it's been yeah. awesome. It's our pleasure. And like I said, you guys are already in the pantheon because you brought beer. So that made <laughs> episode ninety two a smashing success, guys. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks again. Thanks a lot.